Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Mixed Up with Mary and Monty. I am Monty. And I am Mary. Welcome to 2016. Weird. Weird. <laughs> Living in the future again. <laughs> it's kind of amazing. Um, Sorry. I already, st- I already broke my New Year's resolution by saying, um. And I just said sorry. There you go. Okay, here's the start. Now is the start. Hello, Monty. Hi, Mary. How are you this year? I'm great. Great. This is fantastic. We sound great. We are very conscious of our words. It's very hard for me not to say um <laughs> right now. He just did. He did it again. Did I? <laughs> did I really? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we're off track already. For it's a moment, I was like, I, I think I did. I think I did. <laughs> so out with the old, in with the new. Mary, we are just a few days into 2016, but before we start making new memories, why don't we take an episode and talk about the past, 2015. Okay. Let's talk pop culture for a second, because talking about all the other serious messes in the world depressed me too much. Yeah. We saw the return of Adele, the madness of Star Wars, the Black Crows disbanded, the tentative <laughs> Guns N' Roses reunion is still happening. Maybe. Maybe. Beck won album of the year last year, and Sam Smith won everything else. <laughs> Birdman won best picture. We unfortunately lost some le- legends and amazing talents like B.B. King, Ornette Coleman, Ben E. King, Lenny. Percy Sledge, Scott Scott, we- Scott yeah, Weiland. Yeah, Scott Lemmy. Fucking Lemmy. Here's to Lemmy. Natalie. The story of N.W.A. was made into an exceptional movie. And Ryan Adams released a Taylor Swift cover album. There's just there's what? so much more. What? But <laughs> those are was... all the those are the ones I'm like oh those are I remember right off the bat. What yes. are some of your highlights, man? Uh, you covered quite a few of them. That's a lot. Yes. Um, it's the year Dave Grohl broke his leg. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Turned into a mega rock god. Um, the Lemmy thing is pretty. Lemmy was rough. Yeah. Lemmy is God. He's so supposed to live forever. You're... Right. Yeah. <laughs> so when he when he goes, I think it was a bummer about Natalie Cole. I mean, yeah. her story is quite interesting. Tragic. Yeah, she yeah. went through a lot, and she's kind of amazing. Um, oh, I said um again. Oh, no. I'm trying kicked very out. hard. <laughs> <laughs> trying very hard. Well, all the things you mentioned, you know, we got Star Wars. We got a new Quentin Tarantino movie. We yep. got Hateful Eight. Um, we had guests on our podcast this year. This podcast. was fun that's and right, exciting. Right. That was really fun. We should do that more often in the new year. Jeremy finally opened up the door to the booth, and he yeah. comes out on occasion now. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty good. <laughs> I was listening to the Christmas episode that we just did, and uh, uh, did it again. <laughs> the Christmas episode that we just did. <laughs> <laughs> the Christmas episode that we just did. And Jeremy, I told him earlier, it sounds like he's the only one comfortable in front of a microphone. He's His awful. voice sounds just perfect. Well, he is pretty perfect. You should do your own podcast, Jeremy, and just talk about, just don't even like go off scripted. Just talk <laughs> for like like seven minutes, eight minute podcast. Eight minute podcast. Once a week. Okay. Be perfect. I'm not going to do that. I, okay. I'm going to change my voice to sound more like Jeremy in the new year. That's my... I wouldn't go as far as calling it it's sexy. <laughs> more, more lady repellent. <laughs> <laughs> it's confident. 
But it sounds—it sounds like he, like, like I said, he's a musician, so he's been in front of a microphone before. So mm-hmm. when he goes up there, he knows like the perfect distance to be away, how much push he should put through his voice. He never gets any pops or p- 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 <laughs> any of that stuff. It's just perfect. Anyways, enough about... And you about... just ruined everybody's ears by showing them <laughs> examples of what not to hear. <laughs> enough about Jeremy. Enough about him. <laughs> so on episode 15 of Mixed Up with Mary and Monty, we are going to talk about the music of 2015, specifically our top 10 favorite albums. We'll also give you some honorable mentions, and we have a, a few special awards picked individually by Mary and I. So without further hesitation, let's get this thing started. We have a lot to get through. Special awards, ladies first. Well, uh, we we dole out these awards very lovingly. Very lovingly. <laughs> um, we talked about favorite hip-hop album. That's my first up. And I know it might be um, obvious, but I did choose Kendrick Lamar to Pimp a Butterfly because of the fact that it is such a great album. Um, to Monty's point earlier when we were talking about it it's half and half for him yep um but the the good half is very good yes and the messaging and i i really like the music i like the jazz factor i like the variety um he just brought it up levels you know yep. when you use curtis mayfield oh yeah that's always gonna be yeah, Ronald <laughs> playing Isley up on, the, on your album as right well too, you know? right there's a lot of players and it's uh messaging and I also really liked, I'm kind of cheating here by giving you two, but Action Bronson. I loved that album because it's good and it's got levity and his voice is great. And it's his first actual album, which is strange because he's been around for a little while, but sounds like Ghostface. Oh, yeah. Which my ears like. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So I kind of cheated there. Give you two hip hop albums. What songs do you want? Oh, well, if you want to pick. I mean, we're going to be all right. Okay. <laughs> we're going to be all right. When the killer's dead in the street for sure. Nigga, I'm at the preacher's door. My knees getting weak and my gun might blow, but we're going to be all right. Nigga, we're going to be all right. Nigga, we're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. Do you hear me? Do you feel me? We're going to be all right. Nigga, we're going to be all right. You a house, you a car, 40 acres and a mule, a piano, a guitar, anything See my name is Lucy, I'm your dog Motherfucker, you can live at the mall I can see the evil, I can tell it, I know it's illegal I don't think about it, I deposit every other zero Thinking of my partner, put the candy painted on a Rico Digging in my pocket, ain't a profit big enough to feed you Every day my logic, get another dollar just to keep you in the presence of your chico I pay for that crib and never step foot in And now somebody else is eating all the pudding Things change, now my dashboard wooden All black bands like a young Doc Gooden Dark shades, cause I'm stone crazy Girl, we grown, stop playing on my phone, baby All your childish attempts to make me angry fall short Which only fuels the rage you have Because you have nothing Understandable, I'm shining brilliant With five Brazilians There were times I used to hide my feelings Now I'm butt naked in a Lamborghini And motherfuckers can't see me Wait till this chick see me on TV I make this shit look easy Who would've thought I hit you right back? Why you always on? Why you gotta do me like that? Uh. Here we go. Why 
Action Bronson, everyone. As I said, it's like the closest I'll come to liking Billy Joel if you need a rap album. <laughs> poor, uh, poor Billy Joel. Oh, no, no, no. No, poor Billy Joel. Fuck Billy Joel. <laughs> I, don't I don't want to do that either. Nothing, nothing <laughs> close with him, please. Thank you. So, anyway. <laughs> my first special award is in the same realm as Mary. These are Monty's best rap albums, not in the top ten. I have three of them for you today. The first one coming from the group Zarface, the underground mainstays 7L and Esoteric, get together with a member of the Wu-Tang Clan, Inspected Deck. They put out this hip-hop banger. <laughs> with production from 7L and the legendary DJ Premier, the album is impressive from start to finish. Here is the track... Blade, I'm sorry, here's a track Listen, I'm a visionary killing this I'm still in this Hang with a gang that's feeling this Building this From the ground up Turn the sound up Lounge around Let the beat pound Like a Dillinger to handgun Can't come close I'm a phantom Your brand ain't a movement And your jam ain't an anthem Tantrum Crying bitch You're battling your dying wish I'm a genie that'll rent that shit I insist fly shit Shrunk and low sweater Yeah, we tighten it Tight kicks Flow holy water like rice spit Ice pick Spin that motherfucker like a nightstick Prisoners Tie sun up That I your might shit Listen this Take a deep Breath, I mean, I'm recessed. ES, mid issue one, you to repress. Refresh, your funny style, you should redress. Speak less, what's a brave heart with the weak chest? Right? Yeah. That's our face, everyone. Get their first album, get their second album. They're both solid. Uh, next group, Big Grams, self titled EP from. Rapper Big Boy and uh, my one of my top tens of last year, Fantagram, yeah. got together Perfect. and put out an album. Uh, a mix of everything that's good about both of them. Mm -hmm. Fantagram's True. production, the way they compose a, a track, Big Boy's style that is very unique to Outkast, yeah. but that he has developed as a solo artist and is something new. So this track stuck out to me. This is Lights On by Big Grams. combination too yep. it's nice to see something exciting and two different styles come together and it's two different styles that i never thought would come together either like yeah. i never thought that these two groups would come together yeah i wonder how i wonder how that happened yeah. like if they were hanging out at a bar <laughs> yeah it's probably i would assume it's probably other. a festival yeah it's probably yeah. a festival because i know they played a lot together the beauty of festivals yep my um, next i'm oh, sorry go ahead no 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 go ahead i my, forgot you had three 
Yes, I, I was overzealous with my <laughs> special awards. My uh, next one is from Cannibal Ox. Uh, had a, they had a lot to live up to. Releasing one of the best albums of the early 2000s and then disappearing until this year, this past year. Uh, this is their follow-up Blade of... I'm sorry, this is their follow-up to their first album. This album is called Blade of Ronin. Uh, they lost LP. LP went on to go and do Run the Jewels. Yeah. But Cannibal Ox found a great replacement in Black Milk. Young producer, up and coming. Super solid album he put out this year as well, too. This is a, uh, a pretty solid album coming more than 10 years after their first one. So the track I picked is uh, Blade, the art of Yeah. Toe flex, we bout to blow like Octane You know Cannibal Ox got mad slang Who cares what's your name? They say a man who repeats himself is insane I mix my saliva with propane Flame on, I spit the hot fire with Dylon And stay inside the line with crayons My whole aura is neon Ultraviolet, come out your mouth I might get ultraviolet Now it's so quiet You was popping that junk Now it's so silent Here's another token, we are the chosen Wolves in the COVID, blade of the Roman Quick deliver the lavas, your novice we polish Acknowledge shot us, made men shot us I spit high fire I spit high fire, nylon I just got schooled by Monty on who Dylon was, <laughs> and then I got the Chappelle, <laughs> the Chappelle impression. Uh, That's pretty good, Dylon. That well, Kettle Blocks makes a makes a makes a comment. I spit hot fire like Dylon. <laughs> like, oh hey, I remember that. Oh, you you should have been in a rap band. Maybe you still can. You know, you can create your own. Three album epic. Yeah. I'll call it 93, 2000, 2015. Yes. And we'll be like, it would be influenced in 1993 by all the music that I loved in 93, and it'll sound like a 1993 year old Monty. <laughs> okay. In that version, 2000 will sound like the more mature, yet still a little bit more emo Monty. Yes. 2000 with a little bit more new flares, and then 2015 will just be a concept jazz album with okay. me rhyming over top of everything. Yeah. There you go. You've already got it. Jeremy, there it is. Boom. Jeremy, spin that shit. Let's do it. <laughs> Own it. Let's do it. I think this makes me yo-yo. <laughs> I'm on it. <laughs> I'm yo-yo. Um, let's see. Where can we go next? More awards. Yay. Um, favorite jazz of the year. There's not a lot of jazz that comes out that is contemporary and made from younger people. Most jazz is an older demographic, older person, older artist. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, I, I shouldn't generalize, but in the industry, I suppose, what I am exposed to, that is the case. So, um, Kamasi Washington puts out an album this year, and it is like seeing, um, it's like seeing Ashes Rise from Roland yep. <laughs> for Son Kirk, or, you know, that's, it's all of these influences, but very original and contemporary at the same time. And how much it's influencing other things. We talked about Kendrick Lamar, Kamasi, mm-hmm. and Kendrick. It's it's nice to see instrumental and jazz music becoming more important yep. to the masses, you know, and understanding that 
the music and the tracks that slayed down behind a hip-hop track should be focused on a little bit more, and then that's jazz, you know, yeah. in this day and age. I don't know if I'm making sense, but... I'm understanding everything that you're saying because I'm agreeing 100% with it. So, Kamasi, Washington, I will let you pick whatever favorite track because I know how much you love this album as well. Um, So, go for it. That's what we're talking about. That's that's great. That's <laughs> I think great. Uh, we all get very excited about something like that in our brains and our hearts, and we just want to keep going. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I think, uh, like I said, the Rasan Roland Kirk, I really love Coltrane, and I love Rasan, and so Kamasi brings that energy, and it's but it's it's new. You can tell it's new. You can yep. tell it's from 2015. So it's such a beautiful combination. So I have turn more people on to jazz because of that album. Yes, yeah. yeah. It makes it more accessible for people, which is nice. And they go, oh, this is jazz. Yeah. I, I will say, just speaking of jazz real quickly, the new David Bowie, I don't know if you listened to it listened this to week, it yet, but, but I... holy shit, it's very jazzy, very uh, instrumental, but contemporary and... The music itself, the band is excellent, and then and then David Bowie's like singing on top of it, and you go, oh yeah, it's like kind of two <laughs> things at once. Like you get a new Bowie, but then I get this new jazz record that I didn't know was going to be an option. So yeah. anyway, there's those two for me. Nice under the jazz. My next special award goes to best cover song of the year. <laughs> And uh, the best cover song I liked was actually an entire cover album by Ryan Adams doing a cover concept of Taylor Swift's 1989. That's right. And I hear Blank Space playing on the radio all the time by Taylor Swift, and I don't normally even give it a second chance. I'll flip (laughs) it or... I'll move on. I remember my wife was telling me she didn't really understand what some of the lyrics were in the song, so we right. looked it up, and I was like, oh. I remember when I was reading the lyrics, I'm like, these are actually pretty well put together. You know, like, It's Taylor. She knows yeah. how to write a song. Yep. So then in the hands of Ryan Adams, it becomes something different. It's not... I remember telling people I felt like it was a little bit of a gimmick. Yeah, of course. Of course. When you When it's somebody like Ryan Adams coming in and... And it's Taylor Swift, who's a mega million yeah. seller. And then you forget who Ryan Adams was. And then you get reminded that he loves pop songs. And then yeah. you're like, oh, yeah, duh. It's not, it's not, a, <laughs> it's yeah. not a gimmick. I mean, those yeah. songs are well-written. There is a reason why she sells that many records. That's right. You know, like whether you realize it subconsciously or consciously, those songs are yeah. 
Jeremy, well written. Jeremy said it earlier when we talked about it, but he said good songwriting shows through. Yes, always and does. I, you know, Blank Space in Ryan Adams' fans, hands sound as good for people who love Ryan Adams as it does for people who love Taylor right. Swift. And I do have to say, like, I know this is probably going to be a stretch, but artists like Bob Dylan, like Bob Dylan has written so many songs, and a lot of people prefer other people covering Dylan than yeah. hearing him. Mm-hmm. And I will say that a lot of people <laughs> prefer covers of Taylor Swift than hearing Taylor Swift yeah. in the world that I live in. Cause oh, yeah. They've got judgments and all of the things about being a pop star. People will judge you. And he's li- <laughs> Jeremy is looking at me like, you just fucking compared Bob Dylan and Taylor Swift to each other. There was a, a recent performance Taylor Swift did, like an acoustic thing. And yeah. the, the headline was like, Taylor Swift covers Ryan Adams doing Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh my God, it went meta. That went so awesome. meta. <laughs> so here is uh, Blank Space by Ryan Adams. Cherry lips, crystal scars I could show you incredible things Stolen kisses, pretty lies I'm your king and you're my queen Find out what you want Be that girl for a month Late the worst is yet to come Perfect stones, I can make all the tables turn. Ropes, garden filled with thorns, keeping you second guessing. Like, oh my god, who is she? I get drunk on jealousy, but you'll come back each time you leave. So, it's gonna be forever. What's well, gonna go down? And I forward. got mistake. <laughs> wow, we sound amazing together. We sound like Bob Dylan and Taylor Swift together. And I sound like Bob Dylan. There it is. There yes. it is. There it is. How, how would Tom Waits do it? He's the best wow, that ever. was <laughs> that was amazing. That could work. That could work, Tom Waits. <laughs> well, <Give me> a try. <laughs> my my <laughs> next category, I did favorite reissue. Nice. Um, if Tom Waits was to reissue something, he could maybe add a cover of Taylor Swift onto the back end of it in 2016. Just saying, Tom Waits, throwing that out there. Um, but going back to <clears throat> my favorite reissue of the year, it's a, a band called The City, which was Carol King's band before she, you know, went into her juggernaut of, she's always been a great songwriter, but this was her actual band. And I don't know if you've heard this album, no. but it is, it is the beauty of Carol King with like a rock band, but it's more collaborative and it just feels really good. Light in the Attic put this out. I had no idea it even existed before. Somebody was like, hey, did you know that Carol King was in a, a band before she was doing everything else that she's done? No idea. So. Nice. And you and I just talked about the Aretha Franklin performance, the Kennedy Center Honors. Carol King received the award this year. And she's so incredible, and she's so wonderful as a human, but 
her skills as a songwriter, how much that influenced a whole, um, it, it influenced that era and it really gave women a, a powerful voice and soul. But how soulful her songs are and her writing. Can you imagine a world without Carol King? Yeah. You know, that's, that's not an option <laughs> in the way that we live now. So, and people like Taylor Swift, even, you mm-hmm. know, it goes all the way down to just write a good song, it will come through. You, you, you know, a person like Carol King writes it and then tr- it translates. Aretha Franklin singing it sounds different from her, but yeah. it's got its, it goes through. Like you said, a good songwriting always shows through. So this is really fun and different because it's a band and it's just like, oh, I would love to go see that band. <laughs> so anyway, so this is Carol King in the city. Um, we chose, chose victim of circumstance. Heavy metal, hard, hard, hard rock <laughs> album. Um, I really like the group Windhand. Yeah. They put out an album called Grief's Infernal Flower this year. It's their third album. Their lead singer is a female named Dorothea Cottrell. She has a haunting voice, but also a powerful kind of gutsy metal voice that she has going on. And uh, Grief's Infernal Flower came up as a recommendation from a Zia staff member oh, yeah? who came over and said, give this a shot. <laughs> Did and he have the appropriate length of long hair? Oh, per- it was perfect okay. hair. Okay, good. Uh, denim jacket. Good. Cut off sleeves, some patches. <laughs> good. And he was, uh, he, I've always kind of gravitated towards his uh, his recommendations in that in that world. He really knows what he's talking about. So... <laughs> He recommended this to me. I put it in, and uh, my brother happened to be in the car with me. I went to on that Zia trip, and we ended up skipping our route home just to make sure we could finish the album. Nice. That's and, a good uh, sign. Yep. It was very good. So here's uh, Two Urns from Windhand and off their album, Griefs and Infernal Flower, my favorite metal
right, our next special award is for guilty pleasures, and Mary and I both had a pick for this. So, Mary. And and I've said before, I mean, guilty pleasure is a, a cliche term, and I don't think there's anything that you should feel guilty about if it no. brings you pleasure. If it, if it brings you presence is what I was going to say. <laughs> don't feel guilty about presence or pleasures. <laughs> anyway, um, and this is... <laughs> I think as a female representative of all the ladies in the world <laughs> and a dude singing a song to you about how I can't. It, it, OK, guilty pleasure. I shouldn't think about it too, too much, but it's Drake. Hotline bling. Monty, <laughs> you used to call me on my cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is total guilty pleasure. I'm not a Drake fan. Like, I'm not crazy about him like everybody else is. But mm-hmm. this song is undeniable. And now I have a visual of Bean, of Mr. Bean dancing with Drake because of that yep. <laughs> video. So, so that alone right there. All day long. Love. Call me on my cell phone. Late night when you need my love. And I know when that hotline bling. That can only mean one thing. I know when that hotline bling. That can only mean these days, all I do is wonder if you're bending over backwards for someone else. Wonder if you're rolling up a backwards for someone else. Doing things I taught you, getting nasty for someone else. You don't need no one else. You don't need nobody else. No, why you never alone? Why you always touch a roll? Used to always stay at home, be a good girl. You was in the zone. Yeah. You should just be yourself Right now you're someone else You used to call me on my cell phone Late night when you need my Drake, love. you know about the outline bling Oh, I should have said there's only so much I can Drake <laughs> <laughs> Missed opportunity Wait, just Missed edit that in, thank you opportunity <laughs> There's only so much I can Drake So... I have a love-hate relationship with a lot of the hip-hop that is on the radio right now. I rarely pick a lot of that stuff. I We talked about Kendrick. He's kind of my the one guy I, I, love, and I love and hate at the mm-hmm. same time. Um, I'm not a big fan of a lot of the guys from the Auto Future. I'm not a fan of Drake. I'm not a fan of Lil Wayne. So shocked me when a hip-hop song on the radio had me bouncing. Oh. Bouncing in the car. <laughs> it's uh, from an artist named Yogi off of his Burial EP. It features Pusha, Pusha T, mm-hmm. who, again, I'm, I'm also not a, a big fan of. But the song had me like, I mean, it feels like if I was in high school and I was playing sports, this would be the song I'd want to be booming in the background. This is what I'd want to play to. So here's Burial by Yogi. Oh, 
from our special awards and we go into our honorable mentions the tracks that didn't make the top 10 but we still love and just to let you know this could be a whole nother episode of just honorable mentions (laughs) because uh mary and i both love a lot of stuff that comes out and it's so hard to categorize it and i don't necessarily like top 10 lists but i think making a top 10 forces you to be a little bit more critical maybe not critical maybe analyze the music a little bit yeah. more and uh and helps you fit it in a better place you probably ask us next year if we still think our number one their number two and a number three deserve that spot they might fluctuate a little bit yeah but well, as of today this is where i feel and I'm going at. back we were talking about in the summer we did our mid yep uh best of 2015 and out of that list Yep. Three or four still stuck. Mm-hmm. So changes all the time. Yep. <laughs> changes on the mood. Changes like the weather. So. Um, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to I was gonna cue it to you for the next one. Or for your first honorable mention. For first honorable mention. Yep. Um, as Monty said, there's way too many. It's hard. Yep. <laughs> it's so hard. Um, the first, should I just rattle off the three? Or do you uh, want to go, one, go by one, by one? one by one. One by one, yep. We'll go back and forth. Um, and okay. then we'll announce the top ten. Um, to which way should I go? Let's see. Okay. So honorable mention tracks, we talk about um, what's new to me, what's new, um, what made a big impression. So I've chosen a new band called Bully, and their song's called Trying. And I, I, I suppose it's my history and what I've liked. You know, this is like, it sounds like a girl rock yep. a 90s band. Out of new artists that came out this year, I had to go see them live. Like, I remember they played a radio show here at Mesa Amphitheater, and they were the one I really wanted to see just because I really, really love their potential. And I don't know if it's going to translate across all all things, mm-hmm. but going to see them, and it was like 2.30 in the afternoon, and it was hot. Yeah. But it was packed, and every person was super into seeing them. They were great live. She screams like nobody's business, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I really feel like if they keep trying and doing this, they're going to be quite significant. They might change a bit. She might sing more than mm-hmm. scream, but anyway, this is right up Mary's alley, <laughs> basically. So this is Bully. couple of a group from edinburgh scotland 
The group is called the Young Fathers. They are a hip-hop pop music collective. They put out a really solid album this year called uh, White Men Are Black Men Too. <laughs> Great title. Leave it up to the Scottish. <laughs> they have a really nice balance of kind of this specific style of hip-hop that America isn't necessarily used to yet. It's very experimental. Experimental is what we what you, we call it. In their world, it's how it's everything normal. sounds. Yeah. But they do a really good job of bringing this album together and making it this cohesive kind of nice rolling album that you can just start and keep going and keep going. It's just really well put together. The, uh, the song I picked is called Shame. This is the Young Fathers off their album, White Men Monty, you're turning people on for the new year. (laughs) That was my New Year's resolution. Turn more people on. That's a good one. Winking and nudging and And long hugs. (laughs) Turning people on. Well, you did two things. You knew. Bringing that hard salami for Jeremy. Wow. Oh, so good. Who brought it hard? Well, uh, so I think, actually, my honorable mentions are pretty awesome, if I do say so myself, in representing three different styles of music that we have and the variety we have in our lives all the time, but we choose to sometimes forget. Um, But anyway, I chose Deer Hunter. Uh, The track's called Snakeskin, and I love this, this. The Deer Hunter album is absolutely wonderful. Yep. Listen to it multiple times. I like how different songs have different styles. This one in particular isn't necessarily indicative of the whole album. Snakeskin sounds like T-Rex and mm-hmm. Mark Boland to me. So right there, I'm like, okay, I'm a sucker. Sold. I'm a sold <laughs> girl. <laughs> Where do I sign up? So anyway, so this is Deer Hunter Snakeskin.
last two albums that that group has come out with. This one and the one before that. Menomina. Menomina. Is that how you say it, really? Yeah. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought we were just... <laughs> I thought we were just getting all Jim Hensey in here. Jim, <laughs> Jim Hensey. Jim Henson's rapper name was Jim Hensey. Yo. My next album in the honorable mentions isn't going to surprise Mary one bit because it is from John Carpenter and it's his last mm, themes album. Yes. Uh, released early, early in the year in February... It's a compilation of a bunch of tracks that may have been wanted for certain John Carpenter movies, may have just been done kind of on his own, but it's a blend of everything that is beautiful about John Carpenter mm-hmm. and his film mog- filmography. Filmography. And uh, Obsidian is the track I picked. Really solid song. Reminds me of The Thing and maybe a little bit of uh, um, Escape from New York. Um, but it's it's really well done. You can feel you can feel that these uh, these songs were picked to serve a th- f- filmic thematic yeah. purpose, and they all fit. You can almost like if you're a, if you're a John Carpenter fan, you've seen everything that he's done. You'll put these songs throughout the In movie, the place, and that yeah. was a lot of fun yeah. to do when I first heard the album. So I will. I, I need to throw in though that I don't it, it, the the beauty of this John Carpenter album when I heard it. It doesn't sound. It makes you feel like you're watching a movie, yep. but it could also it's also a new age uh, progressive jazz, you know, mm-hmm. or like a prog rock album. Yep. And so it stands on its own as well. So He's doing a performance, opinion. I believe, in Iceland or Greenland or something like that. So yeah. get your tickets and let's get some airlines and let's take Arizona to <laughs> cross the ocean. Here's John Carpenter, Obsidian. You know who is from Greenland is CeeLo Green, mm. and he lives on CeeLo Greenland. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Best transition of the year. <laughs> and it's the new year. I've got a lot of days left. Um, so this is my final honorable mention track. Uh, I chose CeeLo Green from the new album, uh, Blanche Heart. <laughs> Heart Blanche. <laughs> Blanche Heart. When you Blanche a heart in our cooking. Heart Blanche. <laughs> I really like the album. Um, I'm kind of partial to CeeLo Green. I feel like he's a very dynamic, interesting, lovable person. And his history of being in Goody Mob. Yep. And then, but he's he just seems like a very cool person. I just, I don't know. There's something about CeeLo that I'm a sucker for. But the beats on this song, I chose Mother May I. And I could listen to it 
over and over and over. And his voice, it's the uniqueness of CeeLo's voice. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard the album, but I've listened have, to it I, a no, few have, times. Yeah, on and, your recommendation. Yes, and like the Robin Williams track. Mm-hmm. and It's fun. I love CeeLo's voice. So anyway, so Mother May I... Hit us. Uh, my last honorable mention track or album here is from Vince Staples. It's his Summertime 06 album. Uh, I call Vince Staples kind of a, a villain. Um, mm-hmm. He steals a lot of guest verses on people's track. He's kind of that fringe, kind of off, like maybe honorable uh, member of the Out of Future Collective. Right. Um, but he doesn't sound like any of them. His stuff is a little bit more intricate. The lyrics are a little bit more deep. But still, at times, hardcore, if you mm-hmm. will. It's very, like, raw yeah. sensation that he brings to his music. Came out with a double album this year. Very ambitious for a hip-hop album. I mean, you can only think of a handful of hip-hop albums that have had double album potential. One from Tupac, one from Notorious B.I.G. Yeah, that's Right it. off the bat. Um, but, but, and Wu-Tang, Wu-Tang Forever. Yep. Oh, yeah. Wu-Tang Forever was double. Um, again, you hear those names. Am I going to say that in 10 years about Vince Staples? <laughs> well, he is a staple yep. among hip-hop community now. He's made himself. He has. Time will tell, but here is North North from Vince Staples off the summertime of 16. No case being with the shit. Hot belt, broad day, didn't empty clips. Cut class because it wasn't belt cash. School wasn't no fun. Couldn't bring my gun. No chains gonna come like Obama them say. But they shooting every day around my mom and them way. So he put an AK with Keanu and them stay. And that's for any nigga say he got a problem with me. How I'm crippin' while I'm living, come and follow me. Pistol poppin' Poppy Street. I ain't never ran from nothing but the police. I ain't never ran from nothing but the police. I ain't never ran from nothing but the police. From the city where the skinny kept strong heat, north side Long Beach. North side Long Beach. Nate dog still here, cause the niggas like me. Police still scared, cause the niggas like me. In the hood, like a dollar sweet tea or a Louis Burger. You ain't with the business, nigga. Who you murder? You ain't heard of coach. Ain't best thing, smoking out the city. Riding around with the same shotgun and shot Ricky. Little nigga shit is zigzag. Didn't got his back wet. Now he running north side. I'm in the process of, uh, of putting together a uh, voicemail. Okay. Or not voicemail, but. Ringtones, <laughs> featuring Mary's uh, favorite things of 2015. And one of my favorite things was 
were talking about Feral Monge on our favorite covers. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> Mary, uh, Mary just hit hit the line perfectly. <laughs> I think your line was a. Uh, Get the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> Just right at the perfect time. So you know, I did get a comment from someone else about how that was pretty, That's, pretty funny and pretty. Dead when, I, on. when I get that on, it's gonna be in my ringtone. <laughs> Bing. I like, you know, one of. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Those who know me know that that's a little bit of a surprise, but no surprise at all. Yes. <laughs> okay. We get into it. We're getting into it. The final ten, our top ten of the year. Starting off with Mary and her first pick here. Mary, go ahead. Hi, Monty. Hey. You want to hear my number 10 in the top down? I'm ready. <laughs> Let's take our tops top down. down. <laughs> <laughs> this just turned into my favorite I mean, show. The, the cocaine just hit me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got all excited. Uh, speaking of cocaine, this record sounds like it was made on all the drugs and every kind of drug, but still exciting yep. <laughs> well of course it's exciting it sounds like it's all on, done on drugs but it's grimes um this was grimes third album second album uh third i think uh second with maybe. every album more exciting more accessible but still weirder which is an awesome way to be how do you connect all of these things well grimes does it um i picked Killverse mame as the track because this, to me, has all of the crazy energy. This, to me, is also, like, uh, when I think of Coachella and festivals, I can't imagine how exciting it would be to see Grimes live. And that energy would be Coachella. We're going to Coachella. Right now. <laughs> Caravan. Who's with me? J-E-R-E-M. <laughs> why, Monty, why? <laughs> Mary's Sorry. in full cheerleader mood right now. Watch out. Watch out. Tops down, smell. everybody. Tops down. <laughs> All right, my next, my number 10 comes from Jamie XX. It's his album In Color. Uh, really liked this album. Really enjoyed uh, listening it throughout the year because it came out in May. Kind of kept on replay constantly for the rest of the year. Um, mix of house, mix of electronica, mix of a bunch of different influences. I like Jamie XX's last album he did. I really enjoyed what he did with this one's kind of a solo. Yeah. Last one was a little bit more of a concept collabo. 
but this one really hit it off. This is I know there's gonna be. This is the name of the song. I know that I know there's gonna be good times. Um, by Jamie XX off of his In Color. Good times, it's gonna be some good times. Man, we used to pull up and let them fight at that hood time. Remember, I used to grab on that ass when it was about that wood time. It that little bitch walk up tripping, she get that much time. I don't waste time, I don't waste time. I don't have patience, baby. She gon' get on top of the dick and she gon' squish it like squish. Didn't go fast, she speed racing. We go wild walks up here time. She my boss like a I like Jamie. Did you know he was from the XS? <laughs> no. <laughs> There's no need to, to point out my inefficiencies. With Sorry, guys. I'm just having fun with Monty. Researching where... Mixed up fun with Monty. Where Jamie XX is coming from. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, and make sure to spell it both lowercase Xs. Yes. Don't give me no big Xs. <laughs> Don't get no big Xs in here. <laughs> um, so... This was a very good, solid year, I think. Not my favorite, but the ones that were, that did make the top ten, I really, really enjoy. Mm-hmm. So, um, My next track was from, it's from Alabama Shakes. Yes. I know we all love Alabama Shakes mm-hmm. in this room. And in the rooms outside of this room, you should love Alabama Shakes, yes. too. As I'm looking in the microphone. You guys out there? <laughs> <laughs> so I chose uh, Give Me All Your Love because I feel like it is a good uh, representation of how well she sings, that Britney sings. But then the band itself is just incredible. And they put two different, two to three different styles in this song, which is something I always I enjoy mm-hmm. when they do the breakdown. The bridge sounds different, and then it changes into a whole new thing. So, this is. Alabama Shakes, man, they did have a solid album. Yeah, really like that album. We were just talking about her uh, music face 
Yeah, everybody likes to talk about her music face. Yep, it's very uh, unique. Mary said maybe uh, the female John Mayer of music faces. <laughs> oh, and the girl from Haim. No, yeah. That girl, you know. Yeah. You can't, you know, it's like I stick my tongue out when I tie my shoes. It's kind of the same thing. <laughs> you got to take a picture <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's right, yes. Every picture I see of, uh, of Alabama Shakes always has her in the... And just a weird, a weird look. Yeah. Like, you can put a better picture up there, like maybe when she's on a high <laughs> note, like holding a high note for a long time. <laughs> Nothing, huh? They made a big deal out of that record, and it's yeah. well deserved. It's I agree. sound and color, you know. My number nine pick is from uh, a guy that we all love here, Leon Bridges. Uh, I picked his "Coming Home" track off of his album "Coming Good. Home." Uh, Leon Bridges mix a gospel, mix a soul. Very good songwriter. Coming Home was kind of the breakout song for him. Yeah. Uh, he's phenomenal. I saw him mostly in supporting roles um, until finally he kind of made that push towards taking on the main stage. I would love to see him live. He hasn't. Yeah, I don't too. think he's come near Arizona at all. No, I just but, recently checked. Yeah. We're going to have to go to England. Great. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. He's from... Uh, Fort Worth, Texas, I believe. Texas boy. Really good stuff that he put out this year. If you haven't if you want a nice soul R and B with gospel influence album, maybe think about like Ray Charles, maybe think about I even maybe a little bit of Charles Bradley without the yes. Oh, yes. real, you know, high screaming eagle that yes. he gets. But um, Leon Bridges is phenomenal. Here is his song coming Baby, how will be if you wanted to leave me all alone by myself, I don't want nobody else. The world needs a bit of taste in my mouth, girl. You're the only one that I want. It was quite a few. A I think he is a special artist. And you and I both have same taste yep. when it comes to genuine soul. Like when mm -hmm. you're, the person is genuine and the voice is genuine and they come out of nowhere, it seems. And then they're there to save us. Yep. <laughs> that is Leon Bridges. Leon Bridges has a great and even much well-deserved song as Coming Home was so long off of the concussion soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't heard that yet, check it out. That's really good, too. And he's so young, too, which yeah. is a nice thing because we'll see more from him to come. Yeah. So uh, for my next track, for my next trick, I'd like to cut Jeremy in half like a magician. No. <laughs> uh, my next track is Tame Impala. The, the record, Currents, is incredible. I would say it is definitely my third favorite album of the year. 
I know we're going in a different direction, but consistent. Every track is good. It all flows together. This guy's brain is something, <laughs> you know. Um, I chose the track eventually because it's one of the best breakup slash I'll be okay slash this is how life is uh, song. It's just incredible. Like eventually everything will be fine again. The the sonicness of all of this and all of the sounds he creates because Tame Impala is just one guy. So it's kind of incredible to think about this huge production around it. So I'm sure there's other people involved in Tame Impala, <laughs> his backing band, those kind of things, but it's just this guy. So anyway, this is Tame Impala. Wish I could tell. Bridges, that cover is a classic looking, yep. you know, Ray Charles kind of record. Very Tame much. Impala is an awesome cover artwork wise. It's Grimes's cover album lets you know everything you're getting into. Uh-huh. Yeah, the Grimes <laughs> is fucking cuckoo. Yep. Like, I was like, what the fuck is this? Is this an import? I thought it was going to be like a J pop totally import weird thing. thing. Like, oh, we're Alien in for it getting here. shot in the head, I think. <laughs> Don't judge a book by its cover, kids. My next number eight is from the Minneapolis, Minnesota collective, Doom Tree. They put out an album called All Hands early, early in the year. Uh, Doom Tree is a member, seven-member group uh, containing POS, Dessa, Cecil Otters, Sims, Mike McLon, and producers Laserbeak and Paper Tiger. Each one of the rappers in the group have a unique perspective a unique sound that separates them from one another uh their production team is very complimentary but you know at times okay that's a laser beak song okay that's a paper tiger song and but it all fits together i think this band has been working its way up to this album they've been kind of hit or miss with the last two but i think with all hands they really put everything together and they, they found a balance that really works well for them so here's the bends off of Doom Tree's All Hands album. Leave when the snow melts on the first clear night. River runs deep, walk against it, walk. 
to the Southern Cross Peaks on the west edge of the Broad Lake at the dredged end. Ruts in the mud, then gravel in a paved one. Left at the Amoco, right at the station. First train, wait. Take the second headed east, window seat. Pretty girl with the gold seat. Has a hotel key, with your name on it. Stay on it till the train hits the border in the morning. Duck the conductor, lead through the back door. Wait for my sign on the platform. Smoke on the skyline. Welcome to Delphi. They'll come with questions. Answer what you can. Everybody knows the new oracles at hand. I always like it because I can count on you to, the, to put in the things that I love, but I don't want to put on my list so we can cover everything. It's nice. That's Thank the you. same way I felt about, about our list, too. All hands on deck. All dogs on deck. <laughs> Yo, where are my dogs at? Sorry. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to go. Okay. Uh, track seven for track me. Track seven. For me, for me, going backwards, tops down. Hey, it's this guy named Leon Bridges. Have hey, you heard of him? Hey, what do you know? Have you, have you experienced him? Because he's great. You should really it hear It feels it. like we just talked about him. <laughs> so, uh, Monty said it so well. How can I, how can I say more? I'm sure Other than he's great. And I'm happy he's young and new and fresh. And I love that he lived his life going to church and singing songs and then he's just so pure and I love yep. that and I love the gospel it's the whole it's it's the original feeling of soul music that's where it comes from it comes from gospel so he has this he's the he's the real deal yep. and so I was having a hard time picking which song so Monty thank you for picking Coming Home I'm gonna go with Better Man We've talked about the river before. Yep. When we talked about in the summer, when we went to our 2015, we both picked the river mm-hmm. because it was the most gospel. But Better Man really, it's got everything. It's got the upbeat. And, uh, it's swimming the Mississippi. It's very southern. So. Hit it, Monty. Yeah. All night long I was out, out to the moon. But baby, you're tender. Loves when I'm longing. you smoke before but what's your like go-to smoke position are you like this have you seen me smoke before yeah 
No. I've been to concerts with you and seen you smoke in the in the in, in like the, this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do you smoke like this? No, I do not. <laughs> you pinch with three fingers. I'm this girl. This girl? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like a Hunter S. Thompson. How do you flick it? Oh, your hand on top. You don't do the thumb. Uh-uh. No. Anyway, let's go. Do you put it up let's like go. this and do it like that? <laughs> no. <laughs> the long tail. <laughs> you don't do the long tail. Okay, so you're on track seven for you. Track seven for me. <clears throat> Coming up. Good. Track seven, album seven, is uh, from Miguel. His Wild Heart album. Really like this guy. Really like the last few albums he's come out with. He did a a song a few on his last album called uh, "Simple Things." Super like this 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 guy's an R and B singer, yes. right? Yeah. But he's not doing R and B the way we normally hear R and B. It's very unique. It has a a really like transitional sound. It feels like it's R and B for the future, if yes. you will, like a, two steps ahead of where yep. we're at now. And he just has a, a nice. Like his finger on the pulse of where I think he he wants to see R&B go. It's raw, it's sex and sexual and sexy, kind of all at the same yes, time. Yes, most definitely. And uh, dude loves loves ladies. Yes, he does. Like, that cover when we talk about album artwork. Yeah. When I first saw that, I'm like, what is he doing to her? Yep. Like, I don't know if he's where worshiping is his her. stuff? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, where is his stuff? That's a that's a great. Wait, a, and you know what? Maybe this is maybe the title. The title I picked is gonna let you know where his stuff is at. The the song I picked is the beautiful exit. Oh, so Monty. here is Miguel, and off of his Wild Heart album with his opening track, the beautiful no insinuating here um to your point though that miguel record is a great r&b record but it's not r&b it's Mm -hmm. you know it's got that that guitar that you were just we were hearing and like it's still got those harmonies and i don't know he's very interesting character he's very uh dynamic and i'm glad how successful he's been so it's nice people are giving him a chance they're not throwing him away like they do with some other people right i sometimes feel like like early d'angelo stuff Mm-hmm. Kind of got pushed aside because he was so overtly sexual and yeah. so overtly like, I'm not going to play by the rules of where R&B's at. And a lot of people kind of didn't give him his 
his fair share. Yeah, so. and he talked about it pretty openly. And that's the other thing that happened this year in 2015. We yep. got a D'Angelo record. Vanguard, the Vanguard, yeah. Although I suppose it was like December of last year. Yeah, late. But it felt like it was a good <clears> album. To, we hadn't really it. talked about it because it came late in the year. And but anyway, so D'Angelo and Miguel, we should make a record together. They should. And then. <laughs> Every woman just gets pregnant Taming immediately. Taming the beautiful exit. <laughs> um, how do I even transition to this next one? Because it's yeah. totally different. Very. But very much... Uh, I fucking love this. As a single for the year, this is definitely in my top three for singles. Um, record from Courtney Barnett called Sometimes I Sit and Think and Sometimes I Just Sit. So, and I love how her lyrics are very witty, very dry, very funny, um, all at the same time. And the music's great, and it's her delivery. She's got an incredible delivery, very unique. Um, just nice to see a female artist like her making it this year. And she's on a bunch of critics' choices, but she's also on the fans' choices. So yep. that's. But I love Pedestrian at Best. Um, I don't know what else I can say about it, but the album is wonderful. The track is fun. The video is fun. Yeah. Um, the artwork is fun. Everything about it is fun to me. So. Here's Courtney Barnett. Yes, you're the best. fucking <laughs> clever over and over that's a great line i really like that album uh it just missed my top 10 just missed that's a good thing i'm here good thing again because i knew it would be on yours i let it replace something else but you're, you're still welcome. a phenomenal album i really enjoyed it i went to uh a uh where did i go next lauren mayberry of churches mm. And uh, the synth pop group that she fronts. Um, emotional album, Every Open Eye, I felt like was a, probably one of their more emotional albums of that they've come out with. Um, but I really like the group. I like how they embody kind of a sense of the past while also being a little bit of a, of a push towards the future of where mm -hmm. this kind of music is going. Uh, very unique. A lot, a lot, I talked to somebody about it earlier. They said it sounded a lot like some of the stuff they put out before. But for some reason... This album just really stepped out to me a little bit more than their past stuff. Mm -hmm. I really it's a little bit more grown up. A lot of time yeah. listening to yeah, definitely. I really spent a lot of time listening to this album. So this is Never Ending Circles off of Church's Every Open Eye album.
Well, um, the the similarities between churches and Grimes, that voice, it, church is a little bit more accessible, I think, than yeah. than Grimes, and it it's just it's good. I see churches as like a soundtrack too. Mm-hmm. They're they're very they could be uh, they create visuals in yeah. my head of what's going on. So very eighties. Yes, I see that they they embody very the eighties. Those Life. synthesizers, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see, where do I go next? Oh, 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 oh you know oh. where I'm going yeah. next. So this song in particular, I was just saying, I think is actually one of the top pop R&B songs of the last five years. I agree, and I will genuinely say this: it fills the hole that we have in our lives because we do no longer have Michael Jackson, and it's the weekend. Um, I really enjoy The weekend. I think he... I don't know if I would like him as a person, like <laughs> in my life, because he seems really fucked up. Yeah. But at the same time, that's what I like about him, is that he expresses how... In, like, The Hills, you know, he literally says, I'm fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> and this is how I help myself get out of things. But uh, The weekend, I Can't Feel My Face... You can just sing one line of it, and people, everybody knows it immediately, and it just sounds good. It's a good dance song. It's a good love song. It's about a good drive song. It's And like I said, it fills that hole that we have since MJ left us, So, mm-hmm. which is, that's a lot to fill, but that's probably why I like it as well. So, um, And then it's debatable on what the lyrics are about, which I also yeah. like the debates that have happened. Um, when we went to Life is Beautiful Festival in the fall, we were sitting on the sidewalk just taking a break, and my friend Aaron was singing this. And <laughs> within two minutes, literally five to six girls just, like, wandering around all started singing it at the same time. <laughs> and it was, like, this weird, like, yeah. <laughs> but I can't feel my face when I'm with you. Um it got a definite sexual undertone. I agree. <laughs> yep. I think that's dynamic in a weird, fucked up way, but mm-hmm. that's The weekend. Like I said, I'm not sure if I'd like him as a person, but anyway, what else can I say? This is from The Beauty Behind the Madness. She told me don't worry about it. She told me don't worry no more. We both know we can't go without it. She told me you'll never be alone I can feel my face when I'm with you But I love it, but I love it Oh, I can feel my face when I'm with you But I love it, but I love it oh. And I know she'll be the death of me At least we'll both be numb And she'll always get the best of me Great pick. I love the weekend. I love kind of their progression or his progression from mm-hmm. the first few albums, mixtapes basically yeah. that came out uh, to where he's at now. I think really it's good. shown some growth. Yeah, it's really good to see him get the dues he's worth. You yeah. know, he's he's worked a lot 
a long time and put out a lot. So we'll see what happens next with the weekend. My next pick, this is number five, correct? Yeah. Number five is from uh, Wolf Alice. Nice. Um, A group that started is a little bit more of a folk pop group playing only acoustic stuff has now transitioned into a more grungier, a little bit more rock oriented group. Uh, their album, My Love is Cool, is a nice polished album for them. Um, their lead singer, female, Ellie Roselle, I believe is how you say her name, she is just has like such a great voice. Um, and I think when you transition her away from her the folk pop side and put her into this new rock kind of 90s alternative grungy feel, she really fits. Yeah, perfectly. And yeah. This album was a surprise. Like I have, I've listened to them before, but I, I never attached them because they had that folk pops and like kind of vibe that I was like, you sound like a lot of other people. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna listen to, you know, a different group. You know? <laughs> right. I'm gonna listen to Civil Wars, you know, or something, oh, yeah. you know, and yeah. and move on. But now, uh, I heard this in a record store in California, of all places, and I'm like, that's great. What is that? And when they told me who it was. I was like, no way. So I picked up their album, um, My Love is Cool. My favorite song from the album is Moaning Lisa Smile. talking about is how 2015 was the year of the female yep really really strong good rock records um folk records soul records everything i mean and and ending the year with adele oh yeah who fucking broke records left and right before the album even came out (laughs) exactly Yeah. yeah she carried black friday she carried the rest of the year she's still carrying the rest like that album is Really well done. I'm, it it I'm, won't leave the number one spot yeah. for sales anytime. I think. Well, we'll see what Bowie did this year yeah. or this week. Um, that she keeps he might. coming out with she. Keep, the strategy for her releases have been phenomenal. Yes. She went like, I'm interested to see what the next one's going to be because you could pick any out any song off of that record and probably make it a single. Mm-hmm. Remedies off of that off of that song I think is beautiful. Yeah. Real s- small, piano acoustic thing and just her voice holding the song together. Well, it's funny, like, I literally didn't hear the new Adele record till two weeks ago. Yeah. And it's funny, because I was just kind of like, it's one of those albums that I know I'm going to hear and I know I'm going to like, but it's not my favorite Mm -hmm. of the Adele records, and I don't know why I got on this tangent. Oh, we're talking about females in 2015, and now she was the queen, but anyway, none of us picked Adele. Well, 
I don't know what your last four are, but not, I didn't pick Adele. Adele. <laughs> they, she barely this is just my shout out to Adele. My, Tammy loved it. Yeah. She loved 25. I thought 21 was a little stronger yeah. than 25, but in the last like two weeks, just because that's the album that Tammy puts on when we go in the car, mm-hmm. I've been like, man, this is solid. Yeah. And I'm interested. This I hope she doesn't leave the titling of her albums because I think that's super unique. 19, yeah, 21, nice. 25. Let's say she keeps going. Mm-hmm. You can have a 52, <laughs> you know? Right. And that would be, be really unique to see the progression of a, of a voice, mm-hmm. a progression of, a, of, of a person. maturity, you yeah. know, as well, too. Yeah. When she has kids, it'd be really interesting if she wants to have kids. When, when she, well, she does. That's what 25 is. Oh, that's right. Is. Yeah, she does yeah, have a kid. That's why it took a while. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so 25. Um, I will take away from it, though. It is a little, like, I don't know cheesy romantic comedy music at the same time yeah. like half and half of the album for me yeah. but anyway but wolf alice should have been on that record on the adele record then it would have been fucking amped, amped yeah up amped up <laughs> <laughs> the back and forth <laughs> um another unstoppable artist this year is 21 pilots i you know working where i work and seeing this this album will not fucking stop like it's accessible to a generation now that is looking for something different. Yeah. And these guys are really dynamic on the on their performance. And I will honestly say at the beginning of the year with Twenty One Pets, I was like, whatever, it's another it's another three word band name of dudes who want to do rap rock. And yeah. I will be honest in like that was the impression it makes at the first and <laughs> and that album is half and half like that. And, you know, some people fucking hate it. And the t- the singles are the only good thing, but I haven't I haven't liked a band like this in a long time. Yeah, and I don't know what it is particularly, but this song, when I, stressed out, hits me on an emotional level. I think it's, you know, the line about, well, if you've ever been stressed out, like it's about growing up and, and we're always growing up, but then you hit another phase, and you're like, oh, I just need a. Mm-hmm. little break i want yeah. i just want to go back for one day or you know like the wake up you need to make money like here's the reality yeah. <laughs> you can't just live in la la land and it's that line about making a candle for his brother <laughs> it always <laughs> reminds me of my brother and it's funny and i like it and, uh the beat of it the that slowed down uh, crump thing mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I like too so I don't know it's kind of a guilty pleasure I suppose as well but it's 21 Pilots stressed out Sometimes a certain smell will take me back to when I was young How come I'm never able to identify where it's coming from? I'd make a candle out of it if I ever found it Try to sell it, never sell out of it, I'd probably only sell one Maybe to my brother, cause we have the same nose Same clothes, homegrown, a stone's throw from a creek we used to roam But it would remind us of when nothing really mattered Out of student loans and treehouse homes, we all would take the ladder My, my name's Blurry Face and I
I love how strange this is for me for a pick. <laughs> I uh, was just talking to Mary during the during the the song there that I told her I saw. I was quite shocked when I saw this in the top five. Uh, I've heard it a few times, yeah. and the stressed out song is the one that I'm always like, "That's a great song," you know? Yeah, there's a. Uh... There's just something about it. And it, I don't like the album. It's not about the album. It's about the single for this yeah. one. So, <laughs> And I think if they did something. Oh, that was the other thing, the concept album, Blurry Face. Mm-hmm. Like they have a character that goes throughout the album, which I always find kind of fascinating. Yeah. I, I like albums that are fun, that make me feel and think about the past that in some way, shape, or form, bring something out. It might not necessarily be the best album that people liked, but for me, Girl Pools, uh, Before the World Was Big, made me think of senior year to freshman year of college a lot. And I don't know what it was about that album, but um, when I first heard it, I didn't like it. When I listened to it again, one song in particular stood out, and I was like, man, that really reminds me of this and it made me go and search for other things and then I got to another song that makes me really think about this and, and before you knew it 10 tracks on this small album and I was loving every one of them it, it was the, the turnaround album for me a lot of people were talking about oh this is a great album this is a great album yeah. the first listen I was like that's not very good <laughs> but on I don't know why it found nu- numerous repeats for me but it, it ended up becoming one of my it's go-to good thing albums. it did yeah, yeah. So, Ideal World was the song that made me think about high school. And this is Girl Pool Before the World Was Born. talked about that's that's the the motif this year for the girl like colleen green uh courtney barnett girl pool bully mm-hmm. um all of them are 90s girl bands to me like reincarnate and with more energy and to them it's probably very retro mm-hmm. but it's simple so some things don't change like girl pool that's a fucking kick-ass girl band. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> With a very simple bass line and th- awesome, weird harmonies, yep. which I like. So, um, Leading up to this third track was very difficult for me. I was just cursing at the boys. <laughs> like, fuck, which song do I pick? I've already picked so many. 
Father John Misty um, put out I Love You, Honey Bear this year. Um, you guys all know I'm yep. a crazy fan for Father John Misty. I love I love the sarcasm. It's weird, right? See what I did there? <laughs> I just used my sarcasm on his sarcasm. <laughs> but I love the wittiness and the things. And I love that the album is made from the heart as dedication to his wife, yeah. to Emma. I mean, the whole thing is about her and him and... Well, there are other things, like Bored in the USA is, what am I doing in this weird culture? True affection is, how do we get to a good relationship in this weird culture? Everything is kind of based around, like, here's our relationship, and we have to live in this world of how do we make it work with distance and cell phones and constant um, influences from the outside world. And to anyone that remains in a good, healthy relationship... You guys, I applaud you in this world, <laughs> in this era, where there are so many things that can distract you. So, um, to go off of the girl pool, ideal world, <laughs> yeah. um, I'll pick ideal husband. I'm going to do it, Monty. I'm going to make a final decision here <laughs> because of the theme that it is for Emma, his wife. Don't I make the ideal husband, you know? <laughs> And I think there's a couple lines in here. The ideal husband with him, like, I don't know, um, just being funny about it, I suppose. Like, I've said such awful things. I've said, I've done such awful things, and now everybody knows my business because that's where we are. Wouldn't I make a my ideal husband because all my shit's out there for you to see? <laughs> anyway, so Father Jones. I've said awful things, such awful things. because I had other things that are going to be coming up in my top three here that were pulling me away a little bit. Yeah. But I have come back, and I do really appreciate what Father John was doing with that album. I think well, I planted solid. that Father John Misty flag sure in, in the... <laughs> I planted that shit here, and you weren't going to avoid it. Nope, nope, I wasn't going to. <laughs> um, my number three pick is from Grimes, Art Angels. I picked the song Flesh Without Blood. Mary explained it earlier very well. They're absurd, they're strange, they're unusual, they're also unique, and they're fresh, and they feel uh, like what I would like pop music to sound like. And uh, that's all I'm going to say about them. You, I sound great. Everyone should get these. <laughs> you just made me sound 1,000 times better than what I actually said. So thank you, Monty. Um, so here's Grind. I'm to you to try it. 
got us excited again. Oh. <laughs> that got us in the, the J-pop dancing, cheerleader dancing, xylophone remix of Grimes. <laughs> oh. I hope that there are young girls <laughs> in high school just bumping the grimes because oh, yeah. it's Pumping weird. Grimes. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird, actually. All the people I know that really love grimes are guys. Really? So I don't huh. know if it's they just want to hear her voice in, in their ears. In <laughs> their ears. Um, another awesome female who this is probably another surprise to a lot of people on this pick that I've chosen for my second track. This album is solid. I will tell you that this new track, new album from Carly Rae Jepsen, which I didn't think I'd ever say <laughs> like two years ago. I was like, what? No. Call me maybe. Great pop song. <laughs> but the album? <laughs> so call me maybe. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. It's a Barbie fucking song. And I couldn't deny it because it was ridiculous. So. <laughs> Jeremy fucking hates it. So, but this album, this Carly Rae Jepsen album, I, I chose "Making the Most of the Night," which we'll see if Jeremy's head explodes on this one. But I'm a product of the '80s. I love Madonna. I love Janet Jackson. I love Paula Abdul. I love Whitney Houston. All of those influences are on this record from Carly J. Carly J. Carly, Carly Ray. Really Carly J. Repson. <laughs> you guys go way back. Yeah, we're we're tight. Um, but from Carly Rae, um, the album's called Emotion, which is another real like '80s thing to me. It looks yeah. and feels like an '80s album. So. E dot M O dot T I O N. Yeah. Sean. Sean. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and when she puts out her brand of low Sean, low Sean, <laughs> it's going to be. It's gonna throw, uh, low. <laughs> low. Should call it emotion lotion. <laughs> emotion low shit. Emotion. I don't know how we got here, emotion. but emotion. Let's make Jeremy's head explode. Here's making the most of the night. We can go get many patties <laughs> and we'll can listen we to Carly Rae the whole time. Mocha, fropa, frappa, chai. <laughs> you almost said it. <laughs> 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 We're getting very near the end here and we've had a lot of caffeine. <laughs> so, number two, very difficult choice between one and two for me. I went with a artist who had a 32-piece orchestra a 20-member choir and decided that he wanted to make a nearly three-hour-long album 
And then on top of all that, call it the epic. What a dick. What a, <laughs> what a dick. I know, right? But, <laughs> but. Epic dick move. If you're going to have that kind of confidence to call your album epic, you better come with something. Mm-hmm. That Kamasi Washington's album was amazing. I have listened to this album three times all the way through. That's nearly nine hours of listening time dedicated to this album. It's nearly ten. Nearly ten, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Kamasi Washington, again, is just jazz history, jazz yeah. fusion, jazz experimentation uh, put together into one album Solid. with tracks. What's that? Solid. Solid But album. contemporary, too. But like, contemporary, yeah, yeah, exactly. It is the sound, as we talked about, I feel like that's the sound of um, like new rap. You know, yeah. it's the, because we've talked about this before, you've, the community and the creativity has been, like, samples have been exhausted at this point. Everything has been done. So mm-hmm. at this point, Kamasi and Kendrick, those people are bringing the new stuff and yeah. new music to lay it into. And so. Yeah. The, uh, the story I have to go with this Kamasi Washington album was I was working with a patient who loves jazz. And I told him, I said, you should check out this guy named Kamasi Washington. He's pretty amazing. I said, I think he's made one of the best jazz albums last 10 years. Easy. Yeah. And this guy goes, no way, no way. And he started naming off all these people. And I said, I said, you know what? He sounds like he has influences from Art Tatum. He sounds like he has influences from all these other people. As soon as I said Art Tatum, he perked up like, that's bullshit. Don't ever <laughs> compare anybody to Art Tatum, right? And he just went off like on me. And I said, hey, I'll burn you a copy. You take it. If you hate it. Come back and tell me I'm wrong. But if you love it, come back and tell me that you loved it. I mean, let me know. Right. He took it home. He said he went home and listened to it that night. And he said by the end of the album, he said, no joke, this 70-something-year-old man said that he was almost in tears because he never heard anything like that. <laughs> and he came back, and he was like, thank you, thank you, thank you. He went off to buy the – I made him a Zia fan. There you go. He went to Zia to buy the vinyl That's when it awesome. came out. And uh, – but – my favorite song from the album has shifted. Final Thought was kind of one for a long time. This week it's Mag- The Magnificent Seven. So here's Kamashi Washington's magnif- uh, song from the epic, The Magnificent Seven. She did there. She did there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that could fit in right between Reservoir Dogs and Hateful Eight. Yeah, the Magnificent the Seven. The Magnificent Seven. It's just right in the right there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm reaching on that one.
number one. Number one was a surprise. It was a nice treat. I had no oh, idea that was this band say, was going to put out anything in 2015. I was going to say. Anything new. When I saw your list, it wasn't a surprise. <laughs> it's not a surprise <laughs> to anyone when I picked the Foo Fighters. But I do have something to say when you're done with your with your, with your your thing because okay. I got something to say. Go ahead. We can say it now. I want to hear it. Well, you haven't announced your... your, your, your <laughs> My your track? Best, your, no, your favorite. Did you announce them who it was? Uh, this is the Foo Fighters. They're yes. a little band from, well, D.C., L.A., <laughs> <laughs> by Coastal. So Foo Fighters put out a surprise EP this year called St. Cecilia. Um, and it is wonderful. It was like the new album that I, I needed. I think as a Foo Fighter fan, and in general, Foo Fighters fan need uh, new stuff. Sonic Highways was great, but it was other people's thoughts and words. This is back to their original words and its original songs. It's five songs. And over those five songs, they do each style that they do so well. You know, the straight up, like, uh, straightforward feeling kind of rock. And then they do the slow song. And then they do the fucking balls to the wall <laughs> punk song. And then it's just, it's a good combination. And St. Cecilia is the saint that you pray to for musicians. It is the musician's patron saint. So with him breaking his leg and it's like in that mm-hmm. zone of... I don't know. I think it's it, because I know it comes from his viewpoint. I like it better, yeah. and it's original and it's just solid. So, and it this, was free, by the, the way. Yeah, but it they're was like, free. here's a gift. Thank you very much. This was my favorite Foo Fighters album for a while, and the reason it was because it feels like a highlight of where they started. Yes. And to where they are currently. Yeah, that's what I, I'm embodied. saying. In each track, yeah. there's the different, the signature styles of the Foo Fighters. All five tracks yeah. have that signature. So That's what I loved about it. I thought it was a great album. Good. It's an EP. EP. Who knows what yep. the full album's going to be. Exactly. Right? It's, it's going to be in Big Queller's on here, which I love. Um, well, the Quell BK. Big Big K's in the music. <laughs> so here's my favorite the Foo Fighters. Feeling I can't keep it down anymore Bring me some healing Say Cecilia, carry me home To your house This artist has been a number one album in the past. Um, I love emotional albums. I love albums that 
tackle personal, difficult, sad, depressing subject matter. I think that when an artist can portray those emotions through their music, it's therapeutic. It's helpful. It helps you think about the world in different ways. And as we've talked about many times here, all of us have had a different path to get to this room. So when an album comes out, like Suf John Stevens' Carrie and Lowell, it hit me to a point where it made me think about a lot of stuff maybe I didn't want to think about. A lot of stuff maybe I wasn't willing to think about at all. Like to, And it was such a, an emotional album. It was so hard for me to explain it because it was such a deeply personal album for him. Yes. And in return became a deeply personal album for me in a thousand different ways. So... Carrie and Lowell's Soup John Stevens albums has just been, it was what overshadowed Father John. Yeah. It was what. Oh, that's right. Carrie and Lowell was writing that same in February. If it wasn't for Kamasi Washington's album, I'd probably still be listening to (laughs) Soup John Stevens' album. I've listened to this album probably once a month since since it came out. And Should Have Known Better is my favorite song off that album. Here's my number one of the year. Soup John Stevens is Carrie and Lowell. get into Jeremy's picks of the year we're gonna do a like I said we have a, a wealth of music we've listened to Barry's gonna go through a few of her here and I have a, just a couple uh yeah things that happened during the year that I would love to just give props to uh car seat headrest mm-hmm. which I think I've mentioned before wonderful album solid yep. album they're going on tour go see them another guilty pleasure was Mark Ronson and, <laughs> and Bruno Mars with the uptown funk I didn't go to a lot of weddings this year, but I'm sure it was played at every one of them. Uh, Kurt Vile, of course. I love that Kurt Vile record. Uh, Diet Sig is a duo, really young duo. We did an in-store with them this year, and it's just fucking... It's another girl-fronted, crazy, energy, 90s-ish band yeah. <laughs> duo. So, Colleen Green, of course. We talked about Colleen Green. It's hard for me not to put her on the top ten, because you know how much I love that girl, mm-hmm. but... I might get sick of her pretty soon. Florence the Machine, 
solid, you know, ship to wreck and what kind of man and seeing her live was amazing. Uh, Waxahachie. Waxahachie. (laughs) The Ivy Trip album. Fucking A. You know, that, that, uh, Shamir. This is what I'm like Shiny on the regular. Yep. This is what I'm like on the regular. <laughs> like I love that levity and weird <laughs> thing. Uh, Proto Martyr, I really liked. The new Missy Elliott. We got a new yeah. Missy Elliott Missy track Elliott, yeah. in 2015. So that means new album. New album. Uh, the Beck track, Dreams. Yeah. I love that. Um, for like annoying songs but <laughs> catchy was Nathaniel Radcliffe. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Son Give me a bitch. drink. <laughs> um, Mumford and Sons put out a new record this year. And that yeah. track, I believe, or no, it's just Believe, I loved. Like, I don't care for the rest of the album, but there was something about that song that I was very excited about. Um, can you guys hear me in my notes? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big Grams, oh, yeah. I loved. Big Grams. Oh, J.D. McPherson. Yep. And then The Arcs, Stay on My Side. Good stuff. So. I have a few. Uh, Destroyer. Yes. Poison Season was a great album. Um, the Grave Babies. Holographic Violence. Uh, kind of a trippy uh, alt metal hmm. album. Really well done. Um, Jungle Pussy. Pregnant with Success. Female Rapper. <laughs> great name. <laughs> Solid, solid. I think I saw them at Disneyland. Solid, solid album. Um, uh, Let's see, who else do we got here? Uh, LV, uh, for the national fans out there, Return to the Moon was a good album. Uh, For some of the hip-hop heads, Freddie Gibbs put another good album out. Shadow of a Doubt was really well done. Um, Chance the Rapper. Chance the Rapper. He put out his Donnie Trumpet and the... Social Experiment album for free. <laughs> yes. Very, very good album as well, too. I enjoyed the Faith No More's Soul mm. Invictus was a good album. Um, who else? Let me Failure see. put out a record. I didn't really care for it, but yeah. on that Faith No More tinge. Um, um. <laughs> Excuse me, uh, Jason Isbell. Oh fuck! Yeah, Jason Isbell. I totally a, forgot to put Jason Isbell on there. Thank you. Had a great, a great album. Um, Dawes, all your favorite mm-hmm. bands. Oh, yeah. I really liked Wand. Gollum was another good one. Uh, Iron and Wine and, oh, ben, and Bridwell. ben Bridwell. Singing yes. to your, singing to my mouth. Yeah. That album. Um, Curtis Knight and Squires. Yes. I really liked the Curtis Knight stuff and Mary's uh, pick that. Really, like, I listen to this album quite a lot. Houndmouth, mm-hmm. Little Neon Limelight was a good one. And Tobias Jesso Jr.'s Goon, I really enjoyed. And Black Milk, sorry, one more. Black Milk, <laughs> another good album. Okay. It's a good year. Jeremy. Yes, sir. Your turn. All right, I need a microphone. Here you go, Mr. Microphone. I need a mic. Give me a mic. Sing into my mouth, huh? It's Sing a good way to my get mouth. sick. <laughs> that is not hygienic. <laughs> Hold on, let me get these headphones. Oh, I'll take your headphones. Oh, but we got a tangle. All right, we're good. Right. Sing into my mouth. Sing into my mouth. That's how that song goes, right? That's how it goes. 
Singing to my mouth. Uh, okay, uh, twenty fifteen. I didn't listen to a whole lot of newer stuff, really, but a couple of standouts. Uh, I really like the Tame Impala album, Currents. It's really good. Uh, I don't remember what song we decided we were gonna. I picked the moment for you. The mo- I I love the moment that we you have for me. It's not really new music, but uh, Bob Dylan, uh, another one of his bootleg series came out, up to volume 12 now. And uh, Cutting Edge, it's uh, all like alternate tracks from his albums from like 65 to 67, I believe, Bring It All Back Home, Highway 61 Revisited, and Blonde on Blonde. Just real solid era for Dylan, just unreleased moments there. (laughs) It's awesome. I'm doing uh, Visions of Johanna, take five. But these visions. Rehearsal. In the empty lot where the ladies play blind man's bluff with the keychain. And the old night girls, they whisper of escapades out on a D-train. We could also do Stuck Inside of Mobile with the Memphis Blues again. Take 13. Take 13. Better than take 7, if you ask me. Better than take 7. Or Sitting on the Fence, take 1. Just the first... Isn't that the same thing as the album that... I mean, I don't know. Like, take 1 if it's good? Why wouldn't they What made the album? Take 4? Maybe. The, The producer has come back and been like, God damn it. We fucked up. We should have done take one. <laughs> we released this with take one, right? No, there was take seven on there. Oh, fuck. John, your sevens really look like ones. Dylan's gonna your be ones f- really look like sevens. Dylan's gonna be pissed. Maybe you won't know. Maybe you won't. 
the first note, Dylan's like, what the fuck is this? What are you doing to me? <laughs> Say you're trying to ruin me. <laughs> Bob Dylan voice. You're trying to ruin my career. <laughs> you gotta emphasize the ruin. You're trying to ruin me. Hand me that, hand me that one harmonica. Trying to ruin my career. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I needed these. Oh, Dang it! <laughs> trying to borrow your sunglasses. <laughs> all right, on yes. to the next one. They miss all the Jeremy action. Oh no, the harmonica, <laughs> what Dylan. What is it about the bootleg series that makes you like it as a musician? Like, do you just like? Hear I just love Dylan. He's probably my favorite. He's, I don't know. Up until I would say up until like 1975, I love like everything. Oh. I mean, not like every single song, but I would say probably 90% of it. I told Jeremy I, I went and revisited Saved, Bob Dylan's Saved. It's unfortunate. And uh, a lot of people don't like it. A lot of people like it. And I don't still know if I really like it either, but... Um, you gotta I've... serve somebody. <laughs> uh, <laughs> may not be the devil, may not be the Lord. <laughs> That's perfect. You gotta serve somebody. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Um, All right. More impressions. More impressions. More impressions. Uh, I don't have a Kurt Vile impression. It sounds like Bob Dylan's. <laughs> I, guess, I think it's kind of in between Bob Dylan and uh, um, Lou Reed is probably a good yes. Kurt Vile. Yes. But I'm not going to attempt that. Um, Kurt Vile at record, probably the one I've listened to the most from the year that I really enjoyed. Uh, the first track off, I believe I'm going down. Pretty pimping. Pretty pimping. Just like all I want is to just have fun Live my life like a son of a gun I could be one thousand miles away But still mean what I say fan of Kendrick Lamar. I've liked uh, him since Section 80. Section 80 I liked a lot. Good Kid Mad City I liked a lot. He released a song before he released um, To Pimp a Butterfly, um, I. I was a little disappointed with the production on it, um, but then he he did a live version on Saturday Night Live, which was really awesome of the same song. And I was like, why, did, why didn't the single sound like this? So uh, when, he, when he released the actual album To Pimp a Butterfly, he didn't release the single version that he had released on there. He had a new version that was more in tune with the the live that I had seen, and it's awesome. I picked that as one of my favorites. How many times the city making me promises? So I promise this nigga. I love myself. I want you looking at me. I tell me what you see. I love myself. I put a bullet in the back of the back of the head and the police. I love myself. I love my little by the hand of God. 
We hope that you have a wonderful 2016. I know it's only a few days into it. I hope it continues to be fabulous for everybody. Um, keep listening to new music. Keep going out there and, and listening to old music, too. There's a lot of good stuff being reissued. Uh, go to your local record store. Support the independent people out there that are that are performing live music at, at great venues across Arizona. Go out there and support your local guys who are putting albums out. Uh Try something new. That's what I always tell people. If you don't think you, you know, you're going to like it, you never know until you try. How, how can I top that, Monty? You just said <laughs> everything that people need to go do in a new year. So um, thank you for everyone that listens to Monty. And yes. Like, we made it. We've had a full year. Full plus. year. Plus. We're in 2016. We're going to make this year even better for people even to listen better. to Monty and Mary. We're going to start by trying not to say um and oh so much. <laughs> Resolutions today, have been made. However. <laughs> um, but, yeah, thank you for everyone uh, that listens. Thank you to everyone that listens. And here's to a wonderful 2016. We will give you all of our best and more. Thank you for listening to Mix Up Mary and Monty. I'm Monty. And I am Mary. Have a good one. Sweet. <laughs>